Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, April 29th, 2021. Nolan got the date wrong, so Brian had to fix it. And today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us this week on Thursday at 5 o'clock to get in on the action. Locker Room changing the way that we talk sports. Uh, Got a pretty good episode for you guys today. uh, Figured it was time to take a look at what was going on in Grand Rapids so far this season. I haven't really kind of updated you guys on on what's been going on uh, over there in the AHL, but figured, uh, you know, with everything else slowing down, the trade deadline passing, all those good things, we would kind of uh, save that for for when we needed the content. And here we are talking about the Grand Rapids Griffins. Uh, Scotty, our man today, is going to be leading us through all of it. I am Detroit sports editor Nolan Bianchi here today. As always, I got longtime Red Wings fan and a kidney stone survivor, Ethan Smith. What's going on? How's it going, Ethan? Not much. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. You're you're welcome. Uh, We've also got Scotty Bentley, host of the Bentley Show, Detroit Sports Encyclopedia, and co-host here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast alongside Ethan and I. Scotty, what's going on? I'm good, man. I'm really liking this uh, this sunglasses vibe you got going. This is uh, this is a good look. I like Uh, this. I'm I'm doing it for me. I think I, I think this is serious, good, like good. like Twitter profile picture, like candidacy. I think. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty if slick, you, man. You need to take a picture of uh, like in your car, and you would just look like a hardcore Republican. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. like I gotta get this this angle. You know going. those pictures yeah. they do, like Don't where smile. they send like the like nine of them, but that screenshot of like like nine or twelve <laughs> dudes that all look the same. <laughs> I just I just took a the selfie. I'll send it to you guys. See, All right, we'll good. we'll judge how good it is. Uh, Scott, you got a Grand Rapids <laughs> Griffins update for us. Uh, what is the leading uh, sentiment on on what's going over there? What's the biggest storyline? Uh, I mean, lately it's been uh, they're on a, they're on a kind of a little bit of a heater lately. Um, three one and one in their last five. That's pretty pretty solid. Obviously. Uh, also five, one and three at home, which is like fun just for the year. I mean, defending home ice, they're 500 on the road, which is, uh, kind of brings that back down to earth, but defending home ice, baby, we love to see that. Uh, really the, the Giovanni Smith, like killed it down there, which is awesome. Right. And then now, like, obviously he's, um, planning on probably getting a little more playing time. I would imagine, uh, with the wings to end the year there. But that was like the first thing that jumped out of me is Giovanni Smith was not only playing well, but like leading, he was like running the show kind of down there. Can I bring something up about Giovanni Smith? I don't know if I brought it up on the show before, if I just put it out there on Twitter. I lately I've, I, I don't even know where this came from, but I like, I was just came to the realization the other day, like, is it possible that the reason why the Red Wings have not brought Giovanni Smith up and are keeping him down and are giving him real limited minutes in the time that he's here 
because they don't want him to get picked in, you know, they then they'll be able to kind of leave him exposed in the expansion draft and, and hope that nobody takes him. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just trying it's to think theory. of like all the things at play. And it was just something that popped into my mind. And I kind of wanted to bring it up. I wonder if they did that with Thomas Nosek. <laughs> I mean, probably not. I mean, hey, first, first goal in uh, Vegas gold in my history. There you go. Our guy. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Giovanni killing it down there is super cool to see. Giovanni. I'm a, I'm Giovanni, Giovanni. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Giovanni Smith guy. I, I, uh, I was rocking his jersey, what, last week? Yeah, you were. It was pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I also nice. have come to the realization that Ethan, like, once he gets into his head that somebody's name is pronounced a certain way, like, <laughs> what, I don't, what? I don't know what it is about what the way you, you pronounce Gagne, but like, Gan, you say Gagne, yeah, and then that's just, that's just it. Now, there's <laughs> no correcting because well, no, because no, Simone that. Gagne was spelled differently than Sam Gagne, which is spelled Gagne. different. It's much different. <laughs> Yeah, that's so not how you it's say it. spelled Ganya, and it's not pronounced that way. You guys are wrong. I'm right. How do you know? <laughs> you guys are wrong. I'm right. All right. Uh, what, are we, <laughs> what, what else do we got, Scotty? <laughs> uh, first off, I just want to say the, the picture of you just came through, and uh, that that's an that's an A plus photo. Thank that's you. A, that's a really and I seriously I I want that to be your Twitter profile picture. All right. Yeah, uh, my, uh, <laughs> uh, so Giovanni, uh, we'll, we'll put it out on the, uh, the lockdown. Um, Giovanni Smith, you just touched on him. Also 33 penalty minutes uh, in addition to what he's doing down there. Seven goals. Five yes. Assists he's getting a lot of fights, games, getting, getting a, a lot, lot of fights. fights. And that's like, that's the, the, the writers for, um, for them and, and the Twitter accounts that are kind of more, more based on wings prospects than like the, the wings themselves. Uh, have all been kind of saying the same thing where where the PIMS are obviously noticeably high, 33 PIMS in 16 games. Uh, but he is um, obvious, clearly, the number one enforcer, but more so they uh, he's really taken a leadership role down there by, like, most accounts. And I think that that's uh, super important for – obviously, it's super important for that team, for the Griffins, but I think that that's super important kind of for the future of the Wings. Even if he doesn't grow into, like, a like an A, like, that's pretty lofty expectations, I feel like. But even if he just turns into a guy where, you know, nobody's going to mess with anybody when he's on the ice, I think has very good value. And I also think that that's something that, like, shouldn't be overlooked either. Like, I think some, some part of playing in the AHL is not – just like having to do with playing the game of hockey, but also like leading. Don't, like I, I like the idea that Giovanni Smith is gaining leadership experience down there uh, before he makes a jump, uh, because that's something that it's it's learned. Like you have to kind of go through. I mean, some guys are born with it, but a lot of times it's the moments that that shape your your leadership ability. You mentioned that he was uh, maybe the top enforcer. He might be the top enforcer on the. Uh, on the forward lines there, but Dylan McElrath, we should give a shout out to him. He just exactly. picked up his a thousandth career penalty minute uh, on Monday in a five, one loss to the Chicago nine Pims. By the beautiful, way. beautiful 49 in 18 games. Uh, McElrath six penalty minutes, put him past a thousand for his nine year pro career. This from the Detroit news. Uh, he was scoreless in 16 games last season and has three point or has points in three of the last five games with one goal and two assists. So that was uh Good for him. You know, yeah, he's a man. hardworking guy. Uh, who knows? Maybe like, 
it'll be interesting to see too, like the, I mean, he's not a prospect by any means he's 29. Um, but like guys who kind of just like get filtered up and out, uh, for a game or two, he's somebody that I think <clears throat> just because of like the value that he brings in the, the hard nose attitude or whatever. Like, I, I think it would be cool for him if he got called up for a game or two, maybe to close the season here, start of next year or whatever it may be. Yeah. I think that, that would be cool. I mean, like, yeah, obviously not a, not a, like, Oh, this guy's going to be a long-term thing, but like a cool little, uh, little, whatever niche would mm-hmm. be cool for him to just come off a little bit. Uh, all right. I got to talk to the folks about, Locker room. Uh, I mentioned it at the top of the show, but locker room is changing the way that we talk sports. Uh, it's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is brought to you or, or the app is free. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other sports fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting a locker room uh, for the Red Wings once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Locker room is a perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans. Uh, just like you on locker room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have the chance to chat with, uh, chat with us and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Red Wings podcast through our locker room conversation. So be sure to join us this week uh, on Thursday evening at some time. We'll just, we'll just put that out there. Thursday evening sometime. Uh, go download the locker room app now currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter and join the NHL group for the latest updates. Follow us at lockdown red wings to be notified when our room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this Thursday evening. I can't wait to hear anybody, everybody's thoughts about the red wings, Joe Valeno's debut and all that other good stuff. So we'll see you there changing the way that we talk sports. Also got to talk to the folks today about BuiltBar.com. Now, folks, I've been running around like crazy lately. I haven't had time to meal prep, haven't had time to make sure that I'm getting the nutrition that I need, or at least that would be true. Had I not just gotten a new box of Built Bars shipped to me as of late. That's right, boys. I know you're probably like, hey, man, just go just go grab a Built Bar. That's That's what I usually do. Guess what? That's what I was going to say. So good on you for predicting the future there. Uh, Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy on the go. It's great for losing or maintaining weight, but you can also indulge in a delicious treat. I'm a big shortcut guy. I like I like the, you know, hey, hey, what can I still eat? I'm big into the diets. It's like you can eat uh, as much chocolate as you want. I don't know if there are too many diets out there like that, but Built Bar, thanks to their uh, delicious tasting protein flavor. Uh, they're able to do bars in a hundred covered in hundred percent chocolate uh, and make them soft and easy to chew at the expense of just 150 calories, right around that range. You'll get 19 grams of protein. You'll only get five grams of sugar. You'll only get five grams of net carbs. And when you go to billpar.com right now, use our promo code lock 15, you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at billpar.com. To Lidstrom, couldn't one time it. Lidstrom to Zetterberg. Cornwall shooting. Score! Cornwall wins it. 400 for Chris Osgood. All right, boys, working our way back into segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, doing a Grand Rapids Griffins update 
led here by our friend Scotty Bentley. Uh, go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. We're always live tweeting games, putting out highlights, all that good stuff. It's a uh, can't miss Twitter account during game nights and when breaking news is going on. Uh, so go follow us on there. We like to have a good time, like to interact with the people. Uh, and of course, press that subscribe button too. It's the only way to make sure that each and every morning when you wake up, a new episode is waiting for you. Uh, ready for your morning commute. So go do that and uh, we'll see you in future episodes. Scotty, what do you got next for me, brother? So Taro Hirose is really the next big one. Um, mm-hmm. He's averaging a point a game down there on the season, which is like obviously uh, great news. Uh, he's a little bit on the older side, right? 23, 24. He was undrafted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Michigan state. Right. So yeah, I remember him at MSU. And so the, the, I think a lot, there's a lot of questions kind of surrounding him. Like almost all of his points, he's averaging a point a game and it's almost all assists. He has four mm-hmm. goals on the year, but he's averaging a point a game. So like it is, it is almost all assists, but uh, for a winger that can kind of play make like that, I think that there's a lot of questions and I think a lot of people are slowly starting to get a little more optimistic of on him and think like, Hey, this actually could be something. I don't think anyone's ceiling is too high on him, but someone that uh, could actually kind of be a nice little playmaker down the bottom lines for this team going forward. And yeah, he's 23, you know, he's not, not like he's some of these guys down there are 28, 29, obviously that's not, but so I, I think there's a little legitimate argument for him uh, to kind of be a part of this team going forward on the back lines. I just always wonder, like, because he has had, you know, spurts when he's come up to the big league club. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, put together nice little runs here with the Red Wings. I think he started his career on like a seven game point streak or something like that. Um, he's been up and down across like three separate seasons now. Yeah, I just wonder, like, I just. At 5'10", 161. Yeah. Like, well, I don't I don't think he's like, and I know that like the size thing is always like continuing to be proven wrong over and over again, but he weighs 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I just always wonder whether or not he's ever going to be big enough to be able to play consistently in the NHL. Because I think right now, like he's very reactive because he has to be. Um, and I, and I and I also wonder how much that has to do with, you know, his comfort level with the systems and stuff like that, how long he's up there. Because, uh, you know, the year or his first, I guess, full season starting in the NHL, he comes back to the Red Wings. Well, he had seven points in 10 games in his, his initial rookie year after signing for Michigan State. But then he goes back down to seven points in 26 games, two points in six games this season. So uh, you, you kind of just wonder if he'll ever be able to forge out being a difference maker. Like I definitely think he's one of the people that are on the, have a higher chance of getting picked by Seattle. Mm. I, I don't necessarily. He's a guy you hope Seattle takes like, yeah. In my opinion, me. he could be listening, <laughs> but like he's, I would definitely think that there's a chance that they would, they could take a chance on him, but I don't know. I, I just, I just hope it's him rather than Giovanni Smith. Giovanni, sure. Smith, but yeah, I agree. that's what I said. No, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, there's the the main thing is obviously the goal scoring, like from a winger, right? Like, and and it, admittedly, I, I would imagine a lot of it probably does have to do with the the size. Um, it's just someone that that is those like four A players, right? Like the guys that like are are 
clear like he's averaging a point a game down there like that are clearly like good enough to go on to the next level and be promoted from the current situation they're in but probably aren't ready or good enough to be in that next level are so hard to evaluate and I think uh I don't know man like like next year if we're like in the the cellar again and we're just like throwing people out there where we have injury problems or whatever I and and he's still on the team obviously and, and doesn't get taken by Seattle I'd be totally fine giving him like fourth line minutes and just seeing what happens like consider because he's been up and down obviously but I mean we've had this argument before like uh, about consistent playing time and the effect that that has on people. And, and I think he's clearly proven that he's more than, than a, the Griffins. Like, you know, he's, he's cl- statistically, he's clearly proven that he's ready for the next level there. I, I mean, you also have to think too about how many, like I, it would be nice to just be able to say that. Yeah. Like let's get him some consistent minutes next year, but like the amount of guys you're going to have over here, Oh, it's for sure. Substantial. And, I'm not saying like and, go out of your way to make him a, a starter or anything. No. And I get, and I get that. Uh, just, I don't know. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent this off season. Uh, I don't know that he has a future with this team. I don't, I don't know that he has a future NHL career. I mean, he very well could. He, like I said, he has shown flashes, but I also think that at, at a certain point where it's like, okay, the ceiling with him was never very high to begin with. Um, yeah, you got no, all these new sure. players coming in. Jonathan Bergeron, I would imagine, is going to be scoring at the same exact pace, if not better, than Taro Hirose when he comes over here and is playing in the AHL. I, I would imagine that For Lucas sure. Raymond puts up similar numbers. And, uh, I mean, the ceiling is there with those guys. It's just – it's simply For not sure. with Hirose. And I don't – I don't – like Jonathan Bergeron and Lucas Raymond are just the premier versions of Taro Hirose now. Sure. You know, like, sure. yeah. So I don't know. But uh, what else he got to, to take us before we go into segment three here? Uh, another quick one was just uh, Jared McIsaac is now playing for Grand Rapids with Grand Rapids. Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids. <laughs> Grand <laughs> Rapids. Uh, which I think is kind of exciting just to like end the year on. You know what I mean? Um, someone, he was a second round pick in 18, right? Yep. Uh, and then obviously has had a lot of injury stuff. So the fact that he's uh, now over and playing the A, I think is, is super exciting and is a really fun way to, to end the year for them. It was super disappointing for him too. Cause like we didn't get to see anything that he was going to do overseas. It's not like he right. you know, played for a bit, showed a little bit of something and then, you know, and then he went out, like he got hurt in his first game. Um, right. So that, that is definitely very good news. And especially, you know, if he, he continues to, uh, to play very well, your boy, Matthias Brome, by the way, uh, my he boy. finally scored, you know, what's funny. Yeah, the, man. <laughs> finally <laughs> across like any level, finally scored. <laughs> uh, the Red Wings put out a tweet yesterday and it was like, what's your favorite moment of the Red Wings season so far? And somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody in the comments referenced his first goal as a Red Wing. I completely forgot that he ever scored as a Red Wing. Yeah. It goes, well, he had like the huge drought. Well, drought. He scored once. Yeah. <laughs> he had like the huge, because he, he, for the first, what, for the first probably three games, we were like, damn, he's like kind of fast. Like he's, he's kind of like pushing. Dude, the that pace. first like, he game, he like, nice. he threw the brakes reverse course right went behind the net yep. turned around 
fired one off the crossbar, and I'm like, rookie of the year. We, we were all psyched. And then he Detroit. just like, it just absolutely, yeah. TUI does it again, baby. <laughs> yeah. That, that was literally a, as good as it got. That was, that yeah. was the yeah. highest. Yeah, after game that, five, they just sent him to the taxi squad, and they kind of just killed all momentum. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep. That's Big what we're going to do with him. Uh, anything else? That you want to, uh, I do. You you want me to do it on this side? No, no, we'll do it on the other side of this break. Uh, I got to talk to the folks today about betonline.ag. Uh, betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball is in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline. You know what? You'd be, uh, Scott, give me some tips to get rich betting on the Tigers. I'd imagine you bet unders. I'd imagine you bet unders and you, you bet, bet against, against them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Two surefire ways. Well, there we go. Because the unders, like the pitching's been good. The offense has been horrible. The unders has been hitting a lot lately. That's definitely a good take. Good take. Well, there we go. That's the uh, Scotty Bentley baseball guarantee right there. Uh, this week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on. The Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, scores, and odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N uh, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. That is the best fucking power play the Detroit Red Wings have had in four games. Alrighty, boys. Uh, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Uh, walking, finishing up our Grand Rapids Griffins update. Joe Valeno, uh, in a matter of minutes, will make. Well, oh yeah, we should have minutes. also included an, uh, a disclaimer saying because this is going to run. Did I say this is on Wednesday? That's a bummer. I did. This is supposed to run Thursday, so. Uh, apologize for messing up the game at the beginning. I'll just have Brian fix that. Uh, oh, producer Brian, man. Yeah, shout out producer Brian. <laughs> just making us look smart. I know. Uh, okay, so we, yeah, let me clarify. We are recording this on Tuesday. So if anything happens on like Wednesday and you guys are like, oh, I can't believe we didn't talk about that, uh, that's, that's why. What do you got, Scott? <laughs> I like the, uh, I like that little, little complaining there at the end. Um, so the other one that the other person I highlighted uh, going into this was Chase Pearson, who's someone that we took uh, in the later rounds. I want to say fourth or fifth round when he was like 18, five or six years ago. Now he's 23. Uh, he is tied for third on the team in points, having a really nice year down there. And uh, a couple of writers uh, for the athletic, they do their um, like top 20 organizational prospects right um and while he wasn't on the uh the top 20 organizational list he was in the honorable mentions and recently he's been getting more and more honorable mentions i guess you would call them from writers of the team uh because he's having a pretty nice year and he's still only 23 so i more so as a center center depth is obviously never a bad thing is this someone that uh that it's 12 points in 19 games. It's not like he's blowing it away or, you know what I mean? It's not like he's, he's, he's killing it, killing it down there. But um, as 
he kind of gets more, uh, I don't know. I don't even want to call it attention. Cause again, it's not like he's a top prospect or anything, but um, is this, yeah. Is this, is this someone that anyone, either of you could see even a remote future with on the team? I was thinking initially like a, like an end type of center who's sure. going to be playing fourth line minutes. Um, I don't, there's, there's nothing wrong with having, like you said, center depth. Um, I mean, it could even be somebody like how Dominic Turgeon has been chilling in Grand Rapids for the last, what, right. five years yes. now? <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. it, he could, it could be something like that. I mean, I'm, who am I to root against the man? He's, I'll say two years. There you go. Two years. There's the prediction. You heard it here first, everybody. Two years, he'll be the captain of the Detroit Red Wings. And, Boom. Um, yeah. Nolan, where, what do you think? Where will Bill Markin be? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. He could still be here. Fair enough. Uh, Riley Barber, too. We should give him a shout out. He is currently leading the team in points. Uh, 27-year-old mm-hmm. winger. Uh Putting up numbers, 22 points in 21 games. Uh, he deserves a shout-out, too. In, in, in regards to uh, who is the guy we were just talking about, Pearson? Pearson. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I haven't watched really any Griffins games this year. It's just not enough time uh, at this current juncture. It's fair, yeah. Um, and I can't really I can't really speak to that, frankly. Hopefully. No, that's fair. So, I, I'm gonna, I think it's just, it's just nice to see, like, people that, that – aren't highly regarded still talked about in a good life. I think that's, that's a pro for the organization and implies depth that, that maybe we haven't had so much of the last few years prior. So how about our boy, Tyler Speezy, a friend of the program, seven points in 18 games. Shout out him. Um, Congratulations. We should get him back on the show. Uh, I'll hit him up this week. Uh, Scott, Where are they at in the standings, good sir? They're third in the central, man. They're third in the central. They've uh, they've defended home wise really well, kind of like we talked about earlier, um, and are exactly five hundred on the road. So, third in the central, uh, twenty five points. The leader in the central is thirty five points. So, coming in the end of the season, probably gonna probably gonna remain in that three or four spot. Um, but like we said, they kept, got some guys coming in overseas and going to the A. So it'll kind of be a Similar to the wings, honestly, it'll kind of be a fun end of the year where um, kind of some higher end prospects that haven't been there all season are going to finish the year there, which is cool. Yeah, uh, Alvin Groove made his debut uh, a couple weeks back, too. Just want to throw that out there as well. Third round pick a couple years ago. So uh, yes, a guy sir. that we are hoping can turn into something. Um, any other now closing we get thoughts? Valeno. Any now other we closing get thoughts? In now the we show. get Valeno in the show. Hopefully forever. Electric. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully forever. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow we will be back with a recap of uh, Thursday night's game over the or against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, probably mix in a how do you feel about it Friday. Uh, some other goofy stuff. So uh, subscribe. It's the only way to make sure that when you wake up on Friday morning, uh, that episode will be ready for your morning commute. Like I said, at the top of the show, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. I'm at Nolan Bianchi. Ethan is at Ethan Smith and Scotty is at Bentley Scotty. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Locked on Red Wings, 
your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.